that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So Heavenly Father, Lord, have your way. Lord, touch our minds right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, give us an ear to hear, Heavenly Father, Lord. Eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, nor have that hath entered into the heart of man. So, Lord, we declare and decree greatness right now, Heavenly Father. Lord, your word says death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, Lord, we come to you right now, Heavenly Father, with high expectations for you to show up and show up in our lives right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Lord, speak to our hearts, Heavenly Father. Lord, allow us to receive what you have for us on this evening, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just come to you humbling ourselves before your presence that you will exalt us in due time in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we come to you, Lord. Lord, with open hearts, open minds, Heavenly Father. Lord, we come to you right now, Heavenly Father. Lord, with expectations for you to show up and show out on our behalf right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, your word says that we shall decree a thing and it shall be established and you shall shine a light upon our ways, Lord. Lord, allow us to have service like never before, Heavenly Father. Lord, service not as usual, Heavenly Father. Lord, your word says when two or three are gathered in thy name, touching and agreeing, you are the God in the midst. So, Lord, we come together right now in unity, Lord. We come together right now, Lord, in total agreement, Lord. We come to you right now, Lord, in total serenity. Lord, we come to you right now, Lord, trusting and believing, Heavenly Father. We calling on your name, the only name that salvation can be made unto, Heavenly Father. Lord, we calling on the name of Jesus, not Muhammad or Buddha, but the name of Jesus that holds all power, Heavenly Father, Lord. And your word says, if we open up our mouths wide, you will fill it, Lord. You said, if we draw nigh unto you, you will draw nigh unto us, in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Heavenly Father, Lord, we surrender right now. Lord, we repent of any and every one of our sins. Lord, we ask and pray that you forgive us right now. Lord, we know that you are merciful and kind to forgive us the moment that we confess them. And you will cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Heavenly Father. So, Lord, anoint us from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Lord, just set the atmosphere in this place right now, Lord. Rest, rule, and abide in this place right now, Heavenly Father. Lift up. Bow down heads right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Destroy yokes right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Break the bands of wickedness right now, Lord. Allow us to put our feet on the enemy's neck in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Greater are you that is in us than you are in this world, Heavenly Father. And Lord, we know that you're well able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And so, Lord, we welcome you in this place right now, Heavenly Father. Lord, come in and stir up the gift down on the inside of us, Lord. Allow us to know, Lord, that you are ours and we are yours, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to stir the atmosphere right now, Lord. Lord, have your way, Lord. Allow your spirit to fall in this place so heavy that the word can go forth, Heavenly Father. Lord, just allow us to break out in an atmosphere of praise and worship right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. This is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it, Lord. We could be dead and in our graves, but you saw fit to keep us for such a time as this, Lord. You pulled us out of the muck and the miry clay, God. You pulled us out of darkness and brought us into your marvelous light, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your long suffering, Lord. We thank you 
for your unconditional and, and, and everlasting love, Lord. So have your way right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we bless our children right now, Lord. We speak well of you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We lift your name on high right now, Lord, because you are Alpha and Omega. You are beginning and the end. You are the great I Am. You are the King of kings, and you are the Lord of lords. And Lord, there's no one else than you, Lord. Because of you, we live, move, and have our being, Lord. Because of you, we're in our right minds, Lord. Because of you, we have the activities of our limbs, Lord. Because of you, we have food on the table, Lord. Because of you, we have clothes on our back, Lord. Because of you, Lord, we have a place to call home, Lord. Because of you, Lord, we have peace, Lord. Because of you, we have security, God. Because of you, we have safety, Lord. Because of you, we have love, Lord. Because of you, we are able to live, move, and have our being, Lord. Now have your way in this service right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Bless this house. Lord, it will be forever careful to give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor, Heavenly Father. Lord, stir up the gifts right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you are welcomed in this place. Now, Lord, have your way. Lord, just allow us to have a mindset of worship. Lord, allow us to have a, a mindset of praise right now, Lord. Allow us to break out the norm. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, it doesn't matter who's here. It doesn't matter who ain't here, Lord. We come to give you praise. We come to give you glory. We come to give you honor, Lord. We come to lift your name on high. We come to Shabbat you in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Lord, have your way, Lord. Now, touch my mind, Lord. Touch my tongue right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, allow me to move and operate and say, thus saith the Lord. Lord, give me a double portion of your anointing right now, Lord. Lord, as I'm speaking unto you, Lord, as I'm opening up my mouth in worship, Lord, you're changing the atmosphere right now, Lord. The enemy is mad, and we rebuke the enemy that seek to hinder and destroy, Lord. The thief coming not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But you come that we may have life, and that we may have it more abundantly. Lord, your word says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. So, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for my expected end. Lord, I thank you that you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten Son, that whomsoever believeth in you should not perish but have everlasting life. So, Lord, have your way. Lord, I declare that we shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Lord, we declare that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, Heavenly Father. Lord, we will enter to thy gates with thanksgiving and our courts with praise and will be thankful unto you and bless your name. Lord, we will bless you at all times, and your praise shall continually be in our mouths. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Have your way. Have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Lord, you said whatsoever we shall ask in thy name, it shall be given. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen, and amen, and amen, and amen. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. 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 I can't tell you enough about what a mighty God we serve. Uh, as I was speaking with Sister Katrina earlier, uh, I'm not tra your traditional type of speaker I'm not your traditional type of brother pastor whatever title you want to give me and and so as you see on your screen on this evening we're going to be speaking of a topic called the power 
of the tongue. A lot of folk want to speak on this Sunday of Resurrection Sunday, but I'm not your traditional type of individual. And so, you know, I was toiling in my study time. You know, the Lord gave me three messages. And, and so as I was studying, you know, I was going to speak on he got up, he rose. But the Lord said, no, the power of the tongue, the power of the tongue. Why? Why speak on a message called the power of of the tongue we all know that the tongue is small but it's mighty in power as a as a as a young child we were taught words at such a young age words that stick stuck with us up until our adulthood and it's up to us as we get older to decipher and to weed out what words we want to use um me now in my age of 36, I try my bestest not to cuss. There's times when I slip up. I have setbacks. I have shortcomings. I'm not perfect. No one is perfect but Jesus Christ himself. If any one of us was perfect, then he would not have to come in human form to die for such a sinful nation as us. Did I lose anybody? Are we all here? If you yes. say, say amen, just say ouch. Man. Ouch. And, and, and so the power of the tongue, it's, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. It could speak life or it could speak death. It could bring a person up or it could tear an individual down. Do I have somebody on live with me this evening know what I'm talking about? It could bring somebody up. It can encourage someone, or it can decourage someone. It can support someone, or it can turn away from someone. It can help somebody, or it can hinder somebody. Am I speaking real on this evening? Yes. How is it, the very thing that's in our mouth, how is it that we can pray to God one day, but then yet we can turn around and cuss someone? Oh, I don't think y'all ready for brother... Brother Pastor Will, on this evening, I don't think y'all ready for the realness. The, yeah, uh, the real. tongue is so powerful. Uh, um, a situation on this on that on over the weekend happened. Uh, um, I'm refereeing. Most of you know that I referee as a side hustle. Most of you know that's my secondary income, and so uh, I, I fell short of God's glory because of my tongue. Instead of me taking a step back and evaluating the situation, I allowed my, my mental to get ahead of me instead of my spiritual. And so instead of me taking a step back and praying about the situation, I indulged the situation because of what happened. Uh, Y'all can't be real with me on this evening? That's real. Y'all can't, can't be... Do I, do I got some real folk online with me on this evening? I, I was ready to put hands on somebody instead of pray for right. somebody. I was ready to cuss somebody instead of uh, uh, help that individual see that he was wrong. I was ready... Uh, I, I wish I had some real folk online with me this That's evening. Amen. Uh, I, I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect. I remember there was a time when Jesus was riding in the dirt when they brought the woman who was caught in adultery to him, thinking that he was going to mess up, thinking that they was going to set him up and trap him up. But Jesus said, he who is without stone, he, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. 
I ain't got no stone throwers on live this evening. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Uh, go with me to the book of Proverbs, the 18th chapter. Go with me to the book of Proverbs, the 18th chapter. We're talking about the power of the tongue. The power of the tongue. I don't think y'all realize how powerful the tongue is the power of the tongue. The power of the tongue. Why do I keep repeating myself? Because the tongue is so small, but it's so powerful. It it, it has a powerful punch. It has a powerful effect. It could either be positive or it could be negative. Uh, this is a very familiar passage to all of us. Uh, the power of the tongue in in your here in your hearing and in your seeing in proverbs 18 and 21 it says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof um and, and so here it is uh, solomon is saying death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof uh, Death and life is in the power of the tongue. How can death and life be in the power of the tongue? First of all, let me ask, what is death? Is it's only a few of us online this evening? What is what 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 is death? When something ends permanently, when it comes the the cycle of something comes to an end. When the cycle of something comes to an end, when someone or something uh, ain't living no more, ain't moving no more, that is death. Death. A cause or occasion of death. As Sister Katrina said, the passing or destruction of something inanimate. That's what death is. And how can the tongue bring death? Uh -huh. How can something so small bring death? Uh, how, how, how? Let that resonate. Let that marinate. How can a tongue bring death? Uh, I want you. Negative things, the wrong thing, by speaking death instead of life. Yes, speaking death instead of life. It says death and life. Now, what is life? What is life? Ooh. What you is know, life? I started, I started to say like the beginning of something, but then what 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 else came to me was um like the spirit of expectation and positivity and um hope. Hope in you know the promises of God, hope in 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 the word. Um, expecting, um, expecting. It's like the spirit of expectation, where um, uh, the cycle of 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 something begins. You expect it to continue and thrive, but it can only thrive, you know, in the spirit of positivity and faith and hope and love and all those beautiful things that are of God. I, I think. All right, you, you and my message now, Sister Katrina, but you right. I love when the word of God confirms itself out of the mouth of two, let every word out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word of God be established. And, and so later on down the line, that's where we where we're going to go to. There's going to be scripture that's covered in that life. 
And Sister Katrina said, life is the force that makes or keeps something alive. The quality that dis distinguishes a vital and functional being from a dead body or inanimate matter. Or an inanimate matter. How do you know that the tongues bring life? As Sister Katrina explained uh, about a situation. You could bring death to a situation or a circumstance by speaking negative of it. You can bring life to it by declaring the word of God, saying that I shall not die but live according to Psalms. You can bring life into a situation regarding your children, that my children will be blessed. You can speak death into your children by talking bad about them, by saying they ain't going to amount to anything, by saying they just like they daddy, they just like they mama. That's speaking death into the situation. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. That word, uh, uh, do we know what inanimate means? Do we know that word inanimate? It means lacking the qualities of living things. Do I have anybody online that's lacking the qualities of living things? I'll take that as a no. Um, okay, I'll be real with you. Come on with it. Yeah, sometimes I lack and I struggle with the spirit of positivity, with the spirit of um, hope and faith and, you know, in the word and what God, what the Lord has said to spoken to me, uh, you know, whether it be directly from the Holy Spirit or a prophetic word, I struggle. Right. Because I'm like, oh Lord, how how long, Lord? You know, I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at years. You know what I mean? So I struggle sometimes with with the word, with what the Lord has said. Right. You you you're not the only one that struggles. I struggle. If anybody online says that they ain't struggling, struggling, they are alive from the pit of hell the flesh is weak but the spirit is willing there is no one that is perfect but jesus christ himself once again if we were so perfect why did he have to come down in human form to die for each and every one of our sins no one is perfect so i don't want to hear somebody say that i'm perfect that i i i got all of this and i got all of that you are a lie from the pit of hell. You are a lying wonder. And so the Bible says in Proverbs 18 and 21. Death and life are in the power. That word power means great or marked. Ability to do or act. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What is the tongue? What is the tongue? I'm glad you asked. The tongue is the power of communication. Example, lingo, speech language of we're all taught at such a young age of how to talk even if it's just even if it's just babbling that is a form of communication that is a form of language am i wrong am i right or am i wrong man you're right when you're teaching our children how to talk we complete we we give them complete sentences and and words the first words that our children are taught are mama and dada mama dada so that is a form of communication to our children death and life are in the power of the tongue 
And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. That word love right there means the object or thing. So like, what is it that you like so much? What is it that you love? And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What do you like so much? The Bible says it's not so much as what goes in the mouth, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a person. It's not what I'm putting in, but it's what I'm putting out. What, what am I putting out? Am I putting out the word of God? Am I putting out positivity? Am I putting out life? Or am I putting out death? Am I always complaining? Am I always talking about what I don't have? Am I always trying to compare myself with somebody else? Am I always trying to keep up with the Jones? Am I always have a negative spirit? Or do I have a spirit of positivity? Do I speak life into my situation? Do I say I am his and he is mine? Do I speak the word of God over myself? Do I pray the word of God? Or do I speak damnation over every situation? Do I pray for the job? Or do I say the hell with the job? Do I pray for my spouse? Or do I say the hell with my spouse? Do I pray for my children? Or do I say the hell with my children? Do I pray for my friends? Or do I say the hell with my friends? Do I speak life into any situation, any circumstance? Or do I speak death? Uh, uh, am I too deep for somebody on this evening? Uh, am I being too real? For some folk on this evening, uh, this is what the Lord gave me. Uh, don't be mad at me. Don't shoot the messenger. Charge it to my head and not my heart. I'm doing what thus saith the Lord. I, we got too many folk nowadays that call themselves believers, that call them children of God, that call them the, the beloved. But we got too many folk nowadays speaking death instead of life. Uh, uh, we got too many folk that call themselves believers but complain too much. Yeah. We got too many folk that call themselves believers but they over here comparing themselves with what somebody else got. Instead yeah. of being happy and praising and glorifying God for what they got. Amen. Uh, the, the power, the power of the tongue. It's so small, but it's so powerful. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall. That word shall, it means will have, is determined yeah. to, or definitely will. Shall eat. You will reap what you sow. Uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat. You will reap what you sow, the fruit thereof eat that means to consume uh the power of the tongue i want you to know that our words have power what are you speaking over yourself what are you speaking over your family what are you speaking on your job what are you speaking over the situation what are you speaking the power of the tongue amen are you praying about it or are you complaining about it? Are you worshiping about it or are you saying to hell with art? Are you glorifying God about it? Or are you saying it don't take all of that? Yeah. The power of the tongue. Our tongue has power. Our words have power. Because of our tongue, we can either help or hinder with the choice of our words. I hope... I hope I'm helping someone on this evening. I'm hoping I'm helping somebody on this evening. I'm not going to be before you long. The words we say can have either a positive 
our negative effect on a situation or on the person. How, how, brother pastor, how does my words have a negative effect on a situation or on the person? How, I'm glad you asked. The, the reason why you can have a negative or positive effect on a situation or on a person is, is because of what you allow come out of your mouth. Are you allowing life? To come out of your mouth? Are you allowing death to come out of your mouth? Are you uplifting the individual? Are you always talking bad about the person? Are you always a negative individual? Are you always positive? Are, are you have a, 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 a open-mindedness to the situation? Are you always, always in a bad move? Do you have a frown on your face? Do you have a smile on your face? So your words can either have an, a positive or a negative effect on the situation or on the circumstance, you're always mad at the job. You're always angry with the supervisor. You're always this. You're always moving slow. You're always this, that, and the other. Wow. Y'all making me hot. Y'all making me sweat. Y'all making me work too much. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, go with me to the book of James. That's where we going to hang out. Go with me. To the book of James, I want to share the word of God with you on this evening. The book of James, this is my brother in Christ, my homeboy, my ace boom coon, my homie, my, 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 my guy, my righteous brother James. Look at the first verse. Uh, it says, my brethren, be not many masters. Knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. What is he talking about right here? My brethren, be not many masters. Knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. He's saying the, the word masters here are male teachers. My brethren, be not many masters. Be not many male teachers. Knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. You got to understand that when you are in a position of authority, you are held to a higher esteem, a, a higher accountability. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. What does this have to do with the power of the tongue? As a leader, as an individual that called himself a pastor, our leader has to lead by precept and example. How is it that you praising and glorifying God on a Sunday, but you, you cussing and dipping and dabbing on a Monday? When you are in a position of authority, you are held to a higher standard. Yeah. Verse 2 says, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Perfect man. This word perfect here means mature, faultless. Show me anybody in the Bible that is mature, that is faultless. Besides Jesus Christ himself. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Also able to bridle the whole body. If any man offend not in word, so that means our words has power in them. Our words could affect the individual or a situation and Positively or negatively, if any man offend not in word, a man can only go as far as his word. If any man offend not in word, have you offended anybody lately? 
And if you have, what have you done to reconcile the situation? For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, a mature man, a faultless man, and also able to bridle the whole body. The moment that you become mature and faultless, you're able to control your actions. You're able to control your words. You're able to say no to this and say no to that. In the book of Corinthians says, when I was a child, I spake as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Are we still dealing with children? Or are we dealing with the mature, faultless man, the perfect one? Verses 3 through 5, it says, Behold, we put bits in a horse's mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listed. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasted great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Uh, even though the tongue is a small, look at it in verses 3. It says, we put bits. You know, a bit is a very small piece that goes inside of the horse's mouth. So the horse can be controlled by the, the rider. Yeah. And so whenever the, the, the rider pulls on that, that, that bit, that it either steers the horse left or to the right. Or the horse stops or the horse goes. The horse trots in, in, in place or the horse takes off. So that very little small thing that's in the horse's mouth controls the horse by the master. Then it says in verse 5, it says, but in verse 4, it says, Behold, also the ships which, though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are tur they turned about with a very small hymn. So even though the ship is big and powerful and mighty, it is controlled by something that is very small, but has a very powerful impact. And wherever that 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 helm turns, that's the direction the ship goes in. Are y'all catching my drift? Amen. Did anybody drift away? And then it says in verse five, even so the tongue, the very thing that is in your mouth is a little member and boasted great things behold how great a matter a little fire kindle it even though the tongue is a small member it packs a mighty blow uh, I don't know if you know about a fire uh, but all it takes is a little, little air, a little fire, and a little other thing to spark a fire. But once that fire starts, no matter how small it is, once it gets going, it's going. And whatever is in that fire's path, that fire destroys. Yeah. Whether it could be a home, whether it could be a car, whether it could be clothing, furniture, whatever is in the path of that fire, that fire eats it up. And, and so 
the, the, the Bible is talking about, even though the tongue is so small, the moment that the tongue gets rolling, we begin to have a negative effect and destroy the very thing that's in our path. Whether it's the situation that we're talking about or whether it's an individual that we're talking about, but... We have to be careful of how we allow the words that come out of our mouth to affect the situation or the person that we're talking to. Uh, when a fire breaks out, regardless of how it started, it destroys everything in its path. Regardless of how small the tongue is, the way we use it can have the effect on an individual or on a circumstance. Look at verse 6. And then I'm done. I told you I'm not going to be, be, be long. I'm not going to be before you long. Look at verse 6. And it says, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and set it on fire the courts of nature. And it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea, is tamed and had been tamed of mankind but the tongue can no man tame it is an unruly evil full of deadly poison therewith bless we God even the father and therewith curse we men which are made after the similitude of God out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing my brethren these things are not so to be uh, that word iniquity in verse 6 means sin Defile men in verse 6, it says, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defile it. That means it pollutes, it taints, it poisons yeah. the whole body. The moment that we start letting words come out of our mouth, that it is not blessings, that is not positive, it defiles the whole body. It pollutes, it taints the whole body and set it on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell. The wreckage of words. What are you allowing to come out of your mouth? The wreckage of words. I have a few questions for you on this evening and then I'm done. What does the wreckage look like? Go with me to the book of Isaiah, the sixth chapter. Isaiah 6. Isaiah 6. Isaiah 6. Uh, the wreckage of words. What does the wreckage look like? And I'm going to start at verse 3. And it says, And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, and the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth, and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Here it is. You got Isaiah talking negative, or not just about himself, but about individuals that he's with. So that's what the wreckage looked like. The moment it's just like that fire. The moment you start talking negative, anybody that's in contact with you will now feed off of your negativity. Uh, 
feed off of your neg negativity to where it now has you start talking about not just yourself, but the individual that's attached to you. Yeah. We got to stop doing that. Death and life. We read it earlier in Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Here it is. Isaiah is speaking death. Instead of speaking life, he's speaking death into this situation. I have another question for you. How can we speak life rather than death to others or ourselves? Go with me to the book of Galatians, the fifth chapter. And this is basically what Sister Karina spoke about earlier. We know that this is, excuse me, go with me to Romans. Go with me to Romans 12, 14, and 15. And then we're going to jump to Galatians 5, 22. And, and, and <clears throat> here it is. This is what Sister Karina spoke about earlier in regards to speaking life into a situation. How can we speak life rather than death to others or ourselves? Uh, uh, Romans 12, 14 through 15 says, I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean. To him it is unclean. But if thy bro brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Here it is. Don't talk bad about your brother. This is how we speak life rather than death. This is how we uplift one. This is how we encourage one. This is how we support one another by not destroying us, not talking about us, not smiling in our faces, but then stabbing us in our back. This is how we uplift one another. We pray for one another and not babble about one another. This is how we uplift one another. We take care of one another. We be our brother's keeper. Here it is. Uh, I have uh, uh, my, my pops. I, I call call him Pops. Uh, his name is Tony Garmin. Uh, uh, he looks out after me. Here's an example of how you lift up one another. This is how you speak life into the situation. Uh, he knows that I was at the gym all day and I haven't eaten a bite. Uh, he came and worked with me for about four to five basketball games and then before I stepped on the court for my basketball game, he asked if I wanted a sandwich. Uh, instead of talking about me, instead of saying you knew you was going to be at the gym all day, that you should have packed you a lunch. You should have brought you something to snack on. Instead of him talking about me, he brought me a sandwich. And then he said, I look uh, look forward to hearing from you soon. That's how you speak life. That's how you uplift one another. That's how you encourage one another. That's how you be a support mechanism, looking out for one another. When somebody is hungry, you feed them. When somebody is in need of prayer, you pray for them. When somebody is lacking, you make sure that their need is met. That's how you encourage one another. That's how death and life Life is in the power of the tongue. That's how others begin to give their life to Christ. When you be that support, when you be that ear, when you be that shoulder that they can cry on. He didn't murmur or complain. He didn't say you should have did this, you should have did that. He went right out to Subway and brought me a sandwich. And then said, here it is. And that did my body good to where I texted him and I said, thanks pops. This was much needed. You don't know how much I needed this. That's how you can speak life rather than death into others and into ourselves. Now go with me to the book of Galatians, the fifth chapter, verses 22 and 23. And, and, and it reads as, but the fruit of the spirit. How 
Can we speak life rather than death to others or ourselves? But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Uh, tell me what is love. What is love? Uh, we read it earlier, that word love. That word love is the object or thing so light. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. The object or thing that is like you love one another. Uh, uh, how do we speak life into our situations or in, into others? Uh, we have joy. What is joy? Joy is that happiness. Joy uh, uh, is that smile that you wear from ear to ear. And then it says we have peace. What is peace? That calmness, that stillness. Ain't complaining. Ain't moved by nothing. Ain't bothered by nothing. And then it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. How can you be long-suffering towards one another? How can you speak life rather than death into the situation or into our situation? This long-suffering, that is the utmost patience, endearment, enduring, lasting, waiting. Is there somebody online that's waiting for something uh, instead of talking bad about it, instead of being mad about uh, uh, to God about you not receiving it right then and there? You can speak life and say, I'm standing and waiting in anticipation with expectation for God to bring the blessing, for God to bring the job, for God to bring my wife, for God to bring my husband, for God to correct my children, for God to do this, that, and the other. All the while, I'm praising God in the midst. Gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. That's how we speak life into our situations and to the situations of others. The power of the tongue. Amen and amen. Yeah. And I'm done. Um, amen. That was good. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. What a mighty God we serve. We serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. This is the time. When you just allow God to minister to you, the power of the tongue could either bring life or death into the situation. We serve an awesome God. We serve a mighty God. We serve a healing God, a delivering God, a right now God. We, turn, we serve a God that will turn the situation around. But it's based off of what you speak. Do you want life? And do you want that abundant life that is guaranteed with the word of God? Or do you want death? You have the free will to choose on this evening what you want. You have the free will to allow God to turn your situation around by the words that you speak my homeboy my role dog eyes uh, in the book of Kings Elisha told Ahab that it will not rain for three years by my word 
And it did not rain for three years out of the word of Elisha. So if God could anoint and bless Elisha by what he allowed come out of his mouth, how much more will God bless and anoint of by what we allow come out of our mouths? I declare right now that I shall live and not die. I declare that my relationships with my children will be restored. I declare that my children and I will be whole. I declare that my children and I will not lack for anything. I declare that me and my children's mothers will be all on one accord. I declare that we will bring up our children in the fear and ammunition of the Lord. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, life and not death. I declare that the finances will overflow. I declare that my covers will be full. I declare that my relationships will be restored and mended and reconciled with friends and family. I declare that promotions on my jobs will come. I declare favor because my God holds the hearts of kings and men in his hand and as the rivers of water he turns it with us wherever he see fit. So Lord, just have your way. We want more of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you're worthy, you're worthy, Lord. And we will wait in anticipation with expectation to receive just what you have for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Lord, bless your people online this evening, Lord. Lord, restore the time in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, bless them right where they are in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, and bless the future listener of this message in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, allow it to bless them so mightily, Lord, that it will change their way of thinking, that it would allow them to speak life and not death into their situation and into others' situations right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, make us whole, make us brand new right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said whatsoever we shall ask in thy name, it shall be given. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen and amen. Amen. Amen.